Hey, I'm Brandon. And I'm Hannah, and we're the pastors at New Community Church. Yeah, and it's our hope that this message inspires you to take your next steps in your faith journey with Jesus. Thanks for joining us today, and enjoy the message. Can we praise Jesus one more time in this place? It's great. Great to be in the house. We have been away for a week, and so we're just glad to be back here. We heard you guys had some donuts last week and um, some dad jokes, too, and I'm so sad we missed that. That was kind of like I what did, I was... I didn't miss it. I was all. made for those things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, Hannah didn't miss the dad jokes, the, for sure. The, they were with me. They were. If you don't know us, my name is Brandon. This is my wife, Hannah, and we're the uh, lead pastors of New Community, and I uh, don't always get to play guitar, but it's a joy when I do. And love it. Don't we have a, just an awesome team who serves you and leads you in worship? Come on, can we put your hands together for them? Very grateful. And uh, man, I, I just, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. We are just, uh, only missed one Sunday, but just love you guys. Man, the faces I see, the one, number one, that we're seeing your faces is a big deal. It's awesome. And uh, just so grateful, so grateful for you. Uh, being in this place, and um, yeah, so I, I guess what we should, I should move on from the sappiness. Is that okay? Yeah. I'm not really that sappy, but when it comes to, you know, moments like this. Hey, I, so what I do want to let you know is uh, if you have, have not joined us for the last few weeks, we are finishing a series today called Brave, um, and uh, we've really called it that because we believe that no matter who you are, no matter what your life is or what God's plan or calling on your life is, God is in the business of making you braver, not safer. Good. When it comes to following Jesus, when it comes to really pursuing the life he has for you, God is in the business of making you braver, not safer. There is no such thing as a risk-free faith. When it comes to following Jesus, it's an all-in kind of moment. It's an all-in proposition. You're diving in. So we're so excited today. At the end of today's message, we're going to celebrate new communities first, baptisms. Come on. Can we get excited for that? And that, all that is is a, a moment where we say, hey, I'm all in. I'm all in. It's on the back of their shirts as they, they uh, take that step today, those who are doing that. And uh, we're just excel- excited to celebrate that because yep. that's what it looks like. And uh, that's what we want to be as a new community when it comes to following God. And we just we believe we, that God wants to make us braver, not safer. And specifically when it comes to fulfilling his call and his mission to reach the ones that he loves, the ones he loves around the corner and around the globe, the ones who are broken, the ones who are lost, the ones who are viewed as the least, uh, the the ones who are are hurting, the ones who are are right now just in despair. You you just got to know God is distracted by them. He is so distracted by the ones that he loves that he will do anything, pay any price to go after them, right? That's what this whole series has been about. And we believe that you were made and created so intentionally to be a part of that. That God's design on your life, the things he's given you, the things he's put across your path are there to shape you and mold you so that you can really live the life you were made for, chasing after the ones that God loves. And that is what this series is all about. It's what we've talked about. God is in the business of making you braver, braver prayers, braver giving, right? We talked about that, about trusting God more with our finances, braver going, going after the ones. And that's what we want to really land with today is is going after the ones. And what we're hoping to do is we just want to help you know why that's important, Not just for the one you're going to help, but for the one, really, why it's important that you go for you. See, Jesus was so convinced 
so convicted about the why behind the going for your life that he made it a part of his very last words to us. And that's where we want to take you today. I want to take you to some words Jesus spoke, uh, spoke, and it was. It was recorded in one of the eyewitness accounts, one of the four gospels that are in our New Testament. And in that account, the very last words, I mean, think about it. Jesus, he had been raised from the dead for 40 days. He'd been seen by over 500 witnesses. I mean, it was kind of a crazy moment. He, he was getting ready to go back to the Father in heaven. And, and this was the moment. He gathered his closest followers, and he said, this is the moment I'm going to... This is the last thing. This is it. Like, this is the best I got. Just think about that. What would you say? If you knew your last words were going to be recorded, like, what would you say in that moment? I think about my kids, you know. Shep, brush your teeth, please. Like, whatever. I don't care what you do with your life, but don't forget that step. Seriously, what would you say? What would you say in those last words? We get a chance to kind of eavesdrop in on this conversation and see what Jesus said. And, and it's not just words for his closest followers. We know it's for anyone who wants to be a follower of Jesus. This is something that he considered so crucial to our story and to helping us really experience and follow Jesus and, and, and really the best method for growing in our relationship and our commitment to following him. Good? If you're good, say bueno. Bueno, so I'm going to take you to there. We're going to look at this one passage that will lead us for today. Look, this is the words of Jesus. He says, go then. Let's go. Come on, new community. Let's go. Let's go, Nuco. He says, go to all peoples everywhere and make them my disciples. Like you follow me, I want you to make them like you. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Immerse them in everything I'm about. Immerse them in all of this. Everything in my life that you've seen, I want you to just, just, I mean, give it all. Pour it all out and teach them, so key, to obey everything I have commanded you. Don't forget that. We're going to come back to that. This is what it looks like. And I just want to, you know, every week we give you one thing to know. It's kind of the thing you can sleep for the rest of the message. You can, whatever you need to do. But I don't miss this point. I want to give it to you right now. Because I want you to think about these last words of Jesus. They were so crucial. And here's the one thing for you to know. That according to Jesus, for anyone who wants to follow him, the best way for you to grow the best way for you to grow in your relationship with Jesus, the best way for you to grow in, in your commitment to him, your devotion, your passion of following Jesus is to go. The best way to grow is to go. Come on, that's easy, y'all. That was like, take two letters off. I'm there. We're there. We've made it. The best way. Think about it. He could have said anything. He, but what did he not say? He didn't say the best way is to grow is to get more information. The best way to grow is to make sure that you, you understand it all. He didn't say that. He said the best way for you to grow is to go. The best way is for you to get your hands dirty in a relationship with someone else, helping them really learn how to be all in with Jesus, all in, man, baptized in this stuff. Help them understand that. The best way for you to go is to grow. And here's why this is so important and so vital, why we decided this was a message needed to be said on our first year as a brand new church. Guys, we are only six months plus three months in. I just always say we're six months old. We are only nine months in, but listen, <laughs> this is so key, so vital. 
we understand, you've got to know, our heart, we believe that the best thing we can do to help you grow as a follower of Jesus is to get you going. The best thing we can do is to help you not drift from the vision. You remember? Not drift. And the thing is, vision drifts so easily. But the best thing we can do is keep you focused on reaching your ones. The ones God has put in your life. The ones God has put in your relational circle of influence. The ones God has put you around so that you can reach them and help them really live the life all in with Jesus. Fully experiencing everything that they were made for. The best thing we can do is to help you stay focused on that. And that means we're going. It means we're going. It means we're going around the corner. It means we're going up the street to Ashland. It means we're going out outside of Sundays. It means we're going out in our small groups. It means we're going out. It also means we're going around the world. And that we believe, as you see, it's about telling everybody from everywhere that this is the story for them, not just for me and not just for you, but even for the ones that no one is thinking about. It's good. This past week, we got to spend some time with some people that not a lot of, nobody's thinking about them. No one's following them on Instagram, though they do have Instagram. Crazy. But we got to go to Belize and spend some time with some pretty incredible people. Hannah, why don't you tell them a little bit about that? Yeah, so we spent, the, this past week, we, we were in Belize. And if you're like Brandon and you don't know where Belize is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, below Mexico, beside Guatemala, and they're English-speaking. Right. And um, they, are, they are a really young population. The median age is 25, but there are more kids than there are adults. And so yeah. you're just surrounded by a bunch of kids. They're, they're everywhere. <laughs> Literally, kids have kids. Like, t- young teenage kids have kids. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So uh, there's not a picture of what a family should look like. People don't get married. Like he said, kids have kids. And so it's, it's just... You're surrounded by a young generation. There's no one really leading on the local level because they're all kids. And so there's, there's a great need for people to come and to speak into their life. Uh, Belizeans experience entrapping poverty. They, they can't work themselves their out. Uh, you have to pay to go to high school. And if you can afford to pay to go to high school, your goal is to get out of the country and to leave. Yeah. It's, it's not to stay and make a change in your community. And most of the Belizeans uh, profess Christianity, but only 10% of them have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Only 10%. And uh, most of them have experience, their only experience with missions is, um, is handout missions. And what that means is like people giving them food. And really, it's not, I, I see why organizations do handout missions. They're incredibly poor. They, they need food. But what they really need to make a lasting impact and a lasting change is people to come around them, invest in them, and build relationship with them. Show them what it's like to follow Jesus. And yeah. uh, that led us to, you know, part of our heart for a new community is to help partner with another community around the world to really make that impact, to make that change using our gifts, using our passions. And that led us to Kids Connect for Jesus. And this uh, organization has been in Belize for 15 years, and they started working with kids because that's how you're going to change a culture. Yeah. I mean, they're all kids, so they're, they're working with kids, and they've been there for 15 years, so the kids that they started with are now 20. They're the adults, you know? And so uh, they work with kids. They work with 5,000 students. They have 
permission from the government to go in to the schools and they uh, in different villages and they get to teach them about Jesus and they host uh, different types of well let me back up they have different so they're in the schools and being in the schools gives them permission to be uh, in the community. It gives yeah. them permission to speak over families. It's a really, really cool thing. Yeah. Um, and so Kids Connect hosts different uh, different teams for churches. Their heart is for a church to adopt a community and with that or with a village. And when you adopt a village, you, you get to provide their food and medical needs, but you also get to sponsor kids who go to high school. Uh, you get to, we get to, partner and do like building trips and medical trips and we can do uh, family impact trips which are like a VBS or sports camp and their heart is really to is to change the community holistically it's not just to give them a handout but to really make the change and we just want to show you a little video just to share a little bit more about who Kids Connect is yeah Hey friends and family, it's David with Kids Connect, live from Belize. Wanted to give you some updates of what's going on down here. It's been a while, we know we're well overdue. Um, in behind me, you will see a new structure going up. We're here at the crossing, and we are so proud to have Germantown Baptist from Memphis as a partner with Kids Connect, building a store and showroom here at the crossing that's gonna allow us to take items that are both made right here on site um, or in other parts of our ministry. Also some, some clothing that's coming from the U.S. Good clothing, not leftovers, that's gonna be sold. So this is going to, this storefront, this, this showroom that's right out by the highway is gonna help drive traffic here at the crossing. Um, we've had a couple of other additions. Um, we now have the Iron Sharpens Iron Metal Shop. And um, Zane, um, many of you have met Zane Carney. He's teaching young men how to pound out metal into crosses and ornaments, I mean, just beautiful things, as well as, you know, other type of um, metal objects, both for commercial use as well as an industrial use. Um, our Christian wood shop can, is really doing well. I'm happy to say that after about 18 months, you know, they're making a profit now and the guys are standing on their own. They've gotten some very large orders for some resorts that are going in down in Hopkins. Um, we are still working uh, in getting our library and learning center fully operational where any given week we'll have 20, 25, 30 young people on our Thrive Scholarship that's coming here for discipleship training, working on their homework, and, and just fellowshipping. With our, our sewing team, this is Rosa, this is Brenny, and this is Tear. And these ladies come and work every day. Uh, and now it's grown to the point that we have made school uniforms and we just got an order with Ministry of Health to make uniforms for those. So we wanted to make sure we took a few minutes out because this ministry and, and the journey that this ministry has been on has been possible because of each one of you that have contributed, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through coming and teaching, sending materials, just whatever. It takes us all coming together and we wanted you to realize just how successful and how the Lord is just blessing these ladies and their families on this journey and it continues to grow. So a lot going on here at The Crossing. Again, um, we think God's doing some amazing things here. Daily discipleship is going on. 
you know, daily prayer time together, um, weekly worship. We all come together on Wednesdays and, and worship as a, as a full body here. So um, we just can't thank you enough for what you guys do because uh, you are Kids Connect, and we can't do what we do without you. So we love it when you come, and please keep those prayers and emails coming to us. That's what sustains us, and we just thank you so much. God bless. Come on, can we thank Jesus for what's happening in Belize? <clears throat> I hope you caught that. They don't just come down and do handouts, but they are training men and women skills that, that literally, like, they just, they don't know how to sew. And if they knew how to sew, they, don't, they can't afford to, the, like, they have no startup budget, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no loans that they're getting for that stuff. And people are coming and saying, hey, we'll come and teach you a skill. We'll come and help you provide for your family. We'll walk alongside you. One of the things Hannah brought up is they do family impact missions trips. They want families, units, to come because the kids don't know what it looks like for a mom and a dad and kids to, like, they don't, that picture that we just think is so normal, they, they literally, they don't have that. Mm -hmm. I don't think, uh, we met a few families Yep. that are par now part of the organization, like Belizean families. But I just, it's just weird. Like, it, it's just not there. And so uh, it's important that we go. And it's important that we're a new community that is willing to go. And I don't know. Sometimes I, I feel this way. You might feel this way. Sometimes, like, man, I, I just, I'm all in on the going. I just don't know how to do that. Like, I don't know if I really have what it takes. I mean, these, like, you know. Uh, as Hannah said, this is poverty that is entrapping. And like, wh what am I going to do to go for five days and make a difference? Like, what? sometimes you might feel, and sometimes I feel, it's like, well, well what, what, what's really, can I really do anything? It just can be a little overwhelming. It can feel like, man, I'm just not necessarily qualified. I don't know if I've got what it takes. I don't know if I'm prepared enough to handle that. But can I tell you that is not how God thinks about you when he thinks about calling you to go. I need to say that again. God doesn't have that mindset when he's thinking about calling you to go. Because God is so intentional with you and your life. And he has designed you, we're going to talk about it, so that you can go. And so I want to take a minute, we're going to take a minute to talk about what does it look like? How can you go? Like practically, I want to give you two simple practical steps you can take and I promise you, it's already within you. God's already put it there so that you are prepared to go. Here's the first one. Here's the first kind of first step you need to know is this. You need to go with your gifting. You need to go with your gifting, with who you are. There's a promise, and I want you to take hold of this. There's a promise in the New Testament written by the Apostle Peter. He says this about what God has done in our lives in 1 Peter 4.10. It says, each one of you should use whatever gift, not just my gift, not, not just her gift, whatever gift you've received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. Listen, God did not waste his energy on you. He did not waste his, his, his space and time on you. No, he designed you intentionally, creatively, and crafted you. He put a measure of his grace on your life that your job is to steward that. Your job is to steward that, to serve the ones that he loves, the ones that he's already put around you. Man, you don't even have to look. They're there in your life. They are there. There's opportunities for us to go, for each one of us. 
Our job is to steward the grace we've been given to go. And like you heard with Kids Connect, I mean, they have done art camps. They do education trips, medical trips. They do family impact trips. That the, the, the leader, Dave, he was a quarterback for Clemson. I know, it's really sad. I like, <laughs> I mean, text just right up the road, but whatever. So he was a quarterback. So you know what he does? Football camps. You know why? Because they will school him and any of us in soccer. So we're going to teach him a sport that we can school them in. And so that's <laughs> how that works. So they do, they do all kinds of camps. Whatever your gift is, whatever that gift is, you can go with your gift in. Hannah, tell them a little bit about what we saw with that. Yeah, so our cousin was asked um, 12 years ago to come and to lead a cheerleading camp. She's the cheer coach at Hanover High School. She, uh, she used to own a, a local gym, and her first response was, no, they don't need <laughs> cheerleading. They need Jesus. And um, they asked her, they, they said, please, would you just reconsider, would you reconsider that? Just come and do a camp. And so Virginia went. She took two of her daughters. They went, and they did a cheer camp. And she realized something incredible when she went. She got to speak over so many girls. She got to share their value and their worth to them, yeah. what God thinks about them. She got to show them that they can do something new that's hard and that's foreign to them, but that they can do it. She got, she, her eyes were open to the impact that they could have in just one week. And her family has been going back year after year. and For 12 years. Yep. And, years. and in that village, everybody knows Miss Virginia, and everybody knows Miss Virginia's family. They have literally seen kids grow up, and they've seen the impact of them going, and God using their, their simple yes with their, with their cheer camp, and honestly, they do building as well. But with their cheer camp, they see what God wants to do with that. Yeah. And you never know what God wants to use with, with your, your gift in art or your ability to build or uh, your love for basketball. You just got to say yes and yeah. watch God do the impossible. Absolutely. Those things, your gifting creates open doors to share about Jesus and to build trust with, with the students there, with the kids there. And that's really, again, who they focus on is, hey, let's come and invest in these kids. And so there's a cheer camp. How many, I mean, there's, there's 40, 50 girls out there doing stunts and <clears throat> we've got videos, but they, you, we can't show you those. Um, cause they're, they're, uh, no, there's kids there's weren't falling. Yeah, but yeah. we can't, we're not. <clears throat> so if you're online, there's a picture on our screen. I'm getting so choked up on this peanut <clears throat> I ate for breakfast. There's a, um, there's a, there's a picture on the screen, but we can't show because some of the kids that do the cheer camp have actually been rescued. Uh, from human, like we were talking about, girls that could share one-on-one -on -one conversations. I got to be part of a building team, and uh, you thought that ladder was high. I was the one who put up the roof, so that was me up on the on the ridge of the roof there. That building you see was a slab when we arrived on on Sunday, and by Thursday, uh, that's what it looked like. So, um, and here's the thing: that team that goes down there, they do not go to build a building; they go to build men. And they go, and the way it works is you are partnered, so I had to convince a Belizean to come up on the roof with me. That was pretty tough. I mean, these kids were flexible. He's 18 years old. His name was Kenneth, but he was like, I don't know about heights, man. So um, I don't know about heights, heights, man. That's what he would say it like. And so um, what, what? I don't know about heights, man. Yeah, he, 24 and a quarter. So it was really fun. They have a little <laughs> accent to him. Sound like Kennedy's down there. I don't know. But um, so here's the, way, here's the way it works, though, is that we're teaching them a skill. We're, we're teaching them how to do this so that, again, like there is no school. They, none of these guys could afford high school. So they're just, you know, they get to 13, they're done. 
and they got to figure out how to make life work. And so, uh, th- and they don't have dads in the picture. I didn't hear about one dad in any of the conversations in the picture. And so we go down, and I was, we just, we just kind of jumped on the back end of a group that's or if you have ever worked here with kids or no baby is that guy we're going to tell you about. you more about that story. The important thing is that you have a gift, an expression of God's grace that is on your life, and it's your responsibility to steward that, to serve the ones around you, even the ones around the world that no one's thinking about. So you got to go with your gifting. Here's the second thing I want to give you, and that's this. You've got to keep going. I wish you know, could have made that but it's just what it is. You just got to keep going. If you remember what Matthew 28 was all about, it said in Matthew 28 that we, um, we are to teach them to obey everything. Proximity. You've got to be willing to walk with them, not just to tell them. You've got to model it. You've got to show it. You've got to do those things. Thank you, sir. That, you know, to be able to teach someone to do, you've got to be faithful. You know why the Bible came up with the word long-suffering? Because of this kind of moment. You've got to be long-suffering with some people. There's got to be mercy right? Anybody, anybody on that. If you're going to teach someone to obey, you've got to keep going, keep reaching, keep moving, stay motivated, keep praying. That's what it looks like. And we want to be a new community that keeps going, that we don't just go one and done. We don't just go for a week, but, but we really understand there's a consistency God calls us to. One of the things that one of the truths that has changed my life is this. It's you we tend to overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what God can do in a Shepherd got mad at me because I kept making him take a bath. And he said, Mom, I'm not taking a bath for a week when we get home. And uh, <laughs> and he meant it. And, yeah. you know, he took a bath last night. There you go. There you go. But Becca doesn't have someone to tell her how to take a bath, take a bath, you know. And uh, so Becca was bullied. She had, she, um, 
she didn't have very good hygiene and so she was bullied at school and uh, through Kids Connect they started she they started to invest in her and just they honestly they taught her how to have proper hygiene they taught her about Jesus they taught her about her value and her worth and Becca's a different person it's kind of hard to see it in this picture she doesn't show a lot of her um, emotion but in our small group every day Becca made it a point to tell every girl about Jesus Becca told me she said I want my light to shine I want others to know about Jesus and she was very intentional about speaking over the next generation. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I met a guy on the building site. His name was Eli. I can't show you a picture of Eli. Um, but Eli was one who is now 25. When Kids Connect met him, he was 10. And they began investing in him at the schools, investing in him at his village where he lived. And then when he got to high school, he, he, no one w- uh, was able to sponsor him to go to high school, and he couldn't afford it. And so what Kids Connect said is, well, hey, why don't you come, and we'll teach you some skills. And so they invited him. You saw the picture of the wood shop. Um, they invited him, hey, why don't you come be a part, and we'll train you how to work wood. Now, at 25 years old, he is their lead wood craftsman. I saw a grill that the iron shop was teaching boys how to weld this grill. Y'all... Like, a, I mean, this thing was insane. The design detail on it, clean, crisp, I mean, just insane. Eli did all the, the it wood that uh, is inlaid in the grill on the side tables and the handle. I mean, guys, like by hand, they made this thing, selling them for 500 US. And we're all like, raise the price, you know? Like, but this, this is what they've been able to do in him. But here's the thing. It's not just that he knows how to work wood. Eli's married. He's got two kids now. He's now able to provide for his family. He's in a deeply committed relationship with Jesus. Eli is also now the ministry's number two. In other words, they're grooming this guy who had no future and no hope. They're now grooming him to take over the ministry so that's led by Belizeans so that this can now do more and greater and further impact so that this one son can change his community. All because people kept going. Because people kept going. People kept believing. People kept praying for Eli. People kept giving and investing in his life. All because they kept going. All because they they did not stop and think that, you know what, it's just too hard. The poverty is just too entrapping. There's no way. No, we kept going. And we as a people, we have the chance. This is it. This is our chance to keep going, to get serious, to get brave about going to the ones that God so desperately longs to reach. And he wants you to be a part of that. So we want to leave you with one question, right? Right. Give them the question. So the question we want to leave you today is, where is God asking you to go reach the one? Yeah. Where is he asking you to go? For some of you, it's just going across the street, going around the corner to your neighbor. For some of you, it's to help us start the second campus in Ashland. Yeah. And for some of you, you feel God saying, I think I need to go to Belize. And if you feel like God's asking you to go to Belize, we're going to go in this next year. And we're just going to have a posture of prayer before the Lord. 
And, and we don't know, that we, but here's what I do know. While we were there, we both, we could see your faces there. Yeah. Your gifts, your call. Oh, man. Man, if they came down, oh. Yeah. Man, if they were here, if they brought their family here, phew, it changed forever. Where's God asking you to go? And what could God do with a new community? who's willing to go wherever, whenever, and use whatever gift they have, use whatever we have short of sin to lead people to a life with Jesus. Let's be brave. Let's go. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that this message inspired you to take your next step in your faith journey with Jesus. Yeah, and we'd love to connect with you further. And the best way to do that is at our website, thenewcommunity.church, where you can connect to our small groups, find other resources, and even give to the work God's doing through New Community.